everyone and welcome to Handle with Care with Cam. Today I'm here with Antel, my lovely roommate, and we are going to talk about life. The joys of life, the downsides, <laughs> uh, the stress of college and everything in between. So do you want to uh, introduce yourself? <clears throat> Hello. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'd be Rumi. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> yeah. Do you want us to give a little preview of what you've been going through right now? This is, this is therapy right mm. here. <laughs> what part of my life specifically? Anything you want to share. Because we're struggling upon all regions. <laughs> Don't worry. We're um, all going through it. I guess. Well, most recently, like, school. Just because literally I've been working all day. And then I just checked on everything was due. And all my professors want to kill me. And everything's due in, like, a span of four days. <laughs> so that's going to be so fun to deal with. Um, so yeah, I'm like stressed about this week and then I'm like pre-stressing for next week. So that's fun. Just to give everyone a glimpse of our lives right now. We are pre-finals. This is our last week of lecture. And then the next two weeks are finals and presentations and like final projects. So our apartment is very stressed. <laughs> Today, uh, me... Another roomie, Dorothy, and Anto were here, and we literally worked all day. So we've been going through it and trying to figure out life um, and if college is worth it <laughs> because <laughs> the increased stress levels is kind of insane sometimes. Like, this isn't healthy. Mm -hmm. But we only have two weeks left, and I know we can get through it. And by the way, if you hear any crunching in the background, <laughs> I'm watching a cat, kimchi, and he's eating his food right now. He still hasn't left yet. No, it's been <laughs> like a week. Over a week now. Which, but it's okay. It's okay. He's our therapy pet for the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, this week has been pretty stressful. I procrastinated getting a paper done because I had other stuff going on. And it's just a lot. Uh, me realizing the amount of time and effort it takes to get into PA or medical school has been driving me insane. Like, I listened to a girl talk about, she's a first-year PA student, and, oh my god, she had, like, 2,000 hours of EMT, like, 1,000 hours of volunteering, like, and then she was, like, a teacher. I don't even know how. She's, like, in like a student like how are you teaching also while being a student and it was just insane and then like all of her stats were really good and she was like if you guys can get started on like your patient care hours in high school like do it high school and i'm like bitch we're all in college <laughs> how are we supposed to go back you graduating <laughs> in like two fucking weeks like, i was like oh. uh um, so and it's been really stressful. <laughs> I don't really talk about it just because, like, I am graduating early. So in that sense, it's cool. 
But I guess me explaining to people, like, it's really hard to figure out what I want to do so early because I feel like other students had the opportunity to take, like, random classes and figure out what they want to do in life. Like, I know, like, there's one girl in one of my honors classes who was doing bio. And then all of a sudden she took, like, a class on event planning. And now she's doing that. Like, she changed her entire major. And she's like, yeah, it's, like, my calling in life. Like, I love it. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, the, like, little things I've never even thought about. Like, what if I like that? But I've just spent my entire life going towards pre-med that I don't even know, like, what I actually want to do. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want to hate my life. Because, like, ultimately, when we grow up, everybody just wants to be happy. But what if I'm doing, what I'm doing now isn't even going to make me happy. Yeah. So that's what I've been struggling with. <laughs> I feel like that's such a, like, humongous, like, what if, though? Like, I don't know. It is really scary, but I don't know. We should be thinking about it. But I think about that, too, because only, like, momentarily, because I'm a film major. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> like... Yeah, I started taking these, like, classes on women, gender, and sexuality. And I was like, yo, that shit kind of tight. And, like, I considered double majoring, and which I'm, like, minoring now, so, like, it's fine. But I, like, still question, like, what if I double majored? And then, like, when it came down to it, like, I just wanted to, like, completely switch. And so it is, like... Yeah, like, scary. Because I only took, like, two fucking classes, and I'm like, wait, that... Like, that... Finding that and, like, realizing that I wanted to minor and or do something with it got me really excited. Like, more so excited than, like, picking film as, like, my main major. And then I was like, hmm. That got me thinking. No, it's so sucky because, like, you're in high school. Like, between the years of 15 to freaking 18, or 14, I guess, to 18, you're supposed to make, like this detrimental decision of what you want to do for your entire life. Mm. Like, how can they allow us to make that decision that young and expect us to be happy and fulfilled with that our entire lives? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Whenever I was younger, I guess I thought this was normal because, like, I guess our parents married earlier and, like, had kids earlier. And at that point, like, you just have to survive. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if you're having kids at freaking early 20s and, like, starting a family, you can't even think about whether you're happy with your job. You just need a job. But now our generation is, like, no, like, screw the kids. Like, <laughs> I want yeah. a, like, a career that's actually going to make me happy and fulfilled in life, but I don't even know if I made the right choice. Yeah. And it's like, I think about, I forgot where the fuck we read this, but, like, they were saying how, like, our generation is more likely to go through, like, multiple jobs because we're not comfortable, like, fitting into one. Like, people want to, like go into the medical field but also like oh can i be just like a baker in the woods <laughs> like what the fuck is that like there's we want to do so many different things and i think that just makes it worse because yeah. we're like what the fuck do we do <laughs> we want like the oddest jobs and mm. i think graduating 
young has been very eye-opening because I think we're so used to seeing our parents and other generations work nine to five jobs that like whenever like a few weeks ago I had a like job opportunity like they gave me the job and it gave me so much anxiety to think that I could potentially work an eight to five job like I think that just made me realize how much I don't want to do that like I don't think I can ever work like that <laughs> and it sucks because I want to go into healthcare, but I don't want to work <laughs> a nine to five job like that I don't know that just seems so boring but then at the same time I need to survive and like make yeah. money to freaking eat food and live but then at the same time, I don't want to be, like, one of the people who's, like, I want to be an influencer or, like, I want to mm. be a YouTuber. But, like, those are the jobs that have, like, flexibility. But, yeah, it's just weird to think. I hope, like, our generation can kind of, like, rewire the systems and stuff. But I don't even know if that's possible for me because, like, friggin' doctors on call 24-7. Yeah. And it is weird that we've, like, normalized this idea of, like, working 40 plus hours a week to like fucking live and i'm like yo that's not worth it yeah that is crazy yeah and like seeing other countries because my family has been so like i guess i was really sheltered growing up like i wasn't that aware of like how other countries lived until i got older I guess that's normal, yeah. but um, just seeing, like, other countries, how much better run they are, I guess. Like, they have paid leave, like, if you're sick, like, just, like, you're paid still, like, yeah. you can survive. And, like, if you're having a kid, Pregos. they let you stay at home, like, and the yeah. U.S. is like, oh, if you're pregnant and you just had a kid, you can get, like, like fuck a you. month, like, a month max. Like, yeah. <laughs> good luck. Figure it out on your own. So I'm like, oh, my God. And I think that's been a big eye-opener for me because, I mean, you know, recently I've been like, oh, I want to move. Mm. I want to, like, go somewhere. And, like, a big part of me doesn't want to live in the U.S. because of that and seeing... I guess the quality of life is so much better in other countries. Yeah. But then it's like, I guess living in the U.S., the idea of, like, being here, and, I mean, we live in, like, L.A. County, like, near L.A. Like, I don't know. I think it's weird in my head that we live in a place that so many people fantasize about and, like, want to move here, but then at the same time, I'm not happy. And I'm like, but what if it's better somewhere else? Yeah. Uh, no yeah me high school me being like oh my gosh she gonna go to socal and then i got here i'm like yo i'm gonna fucking go back but no yeah like we're it's just americans like we're so like i don't know we think like this country is like all grand um just for reference uh dorothy do you want to say hi uh hi just for reference our other roommate came down and um she's drinking she's... water for once 
she um, has business on the top and no pants <laughs> on the bottom. And literally nothing <laughs> on the bottom. But um, she's ready for her interview time, I guess. Well, um, good luck. Yeah, <laughs> the modern, uh, the modern interview process. You just yeah. showing up with no, Damn, <laughs> no pants ass. on. That's like COVID in one. Yeah. <laughs> I also was thinking about that today. Just the fact that our generation lived through a pandemic. And, like, there's already so many studies showing how we're going to be, like, completely fucked up in the future. Because, I mean, we already are. are. It gets worse. (laughs) I can't wait. (laughs) But it's, I guess, luckily for us, we've had life before this, so we know life like that. (laughs) Oh, my God, that sounds insane. (laughs) No, because they're already saying, like, life is not going to be normal. Yeah. There's, like, kids that are, like... There's kids that were born in this, and they only know life like this. There's, like, toddlers that are going out, and they're, like, getting overstimulated. Yeah. Because, like, why are there more than, like, two people? Yeah. And, like, they're so used to wearing masks and stuff. Like, whenever I go to my Thea's house, and I see my cousin Maya, she, like, just wears her mask for fun sometimes. What the fuck? Yeah, because she's so used to it, going to school now, wearing a mask. Mm. And I'm like, are you okay? Like, you can take it off. Like, you can breathe normally. And she's like, it's fine. And I'm just like, okay. Because, like, these kids have known that, you know. It's just weird to think. And I really am scared for, like, the younger generations. Especially being in health and seeing, like, how much it has affected them. Like, I remember last year we were watching Maya. Maya's my... She's six, my six-year-old cousin, and um, her kindergarten was through COVID. So halfway through kindergarten, she was forced to go online. And she's six, right? You don't think she'd be having mental health issues right now. She's a little girl. Like, what does she have to worry about? She's the only child, parents wealthy, like, so many Barbies, so many toys. Like, she lives a good life. And last year, she was telling us, like, she didn't want to live anymore. And, like, the entire situation, like, stressed her out. And, like, she missed her friends. And then this year, when she went back to school, her best friend got a new friend. Fuck that bitch. And, like, just seeing her like that is, like, so scary. Because you're six and you're going through that already. Like, I've had my fair share of mental health (laughs) issues. Like, I still do. But... I don't think I started not saying I wanted to live anymore at six. Yeah. And it's also hard for my family. I mean, like, you're Hispanic too, but my family is very big on, like, mental health is not a thing. And I think, luckily, with my Thea, she got diagnosed with anxiety over the pandemic, like, because of it. Mm-hmm. And so she's kind of, like, more aware. But even listening to my Thea, she was like, Cameron, I, like, can't sleep at night. I'm, like, I'm, like, shaking. I can't focus on things right now. And I don't know. She was explaining to me. And I was like, Thea, I'm pretty sure you have anxiety. And she was like, no, I don't. Like, no, no. And then she went to the doctor and she got put on freaking medicine for it. Mm. And she was like, oh, like, I, like, I... 
she told me and my cousin who both suffer from a variety of things and was like oh I can't believe young people deal with this like I can't believe there's people in the world that face this like all throughout their life and I was like you know both of us have been dealing with this from a young age she's like no you guys haven't and we're like yeah and she was like what the heck and she was like so confused so then whenever Maya started telling us that she didn't want to live anymore and we told her and she's like oh no she's just like like that's not real like she like it's just hard for her to accept you know and of course Maya's weren't open with us because like we're like her siblings because she doesn't have any siblings but i don't want that to get worse yeah and luckily you know we're starting to see things go back to normal with the vaccine but thinking that there's multiple other kids in the world that are probably thinking the other like the same thing and they're six years old Mm -hmm. that's not okay yeah i don't know it's just scary to think how this pandemic has like screwed up everybody's brain yeah it'll be really weird like even for us like you said like we've known the world (laughs) at one fucking point and she was good (laughs) didn't appreciate her enough yeah but like i already know like going back i'm gonna be fucking weird like i'm gonna be awkward (laughs) i don't want to see people like i'm so used to not having to socialize not having like camera off muted <laughs> i don't exist and i love it and the fact that i have to like get ready people are gonna like see me they're gonna perceive me like while i'm fucking sitting in class yeah. like that is disgusting and yeah like even for us it's like really hard so i can't even imagine like kids that like don't know what the fuck is going on and i think for us it will be hard i mean a majority of our college has been online and i'm sure it'll continue being online for at least next year for us at least because mm. we go to cal state long beach and i mean you have two classes in person i'm graduating with zero classes in person pretty Dope. much um but um i think at least for us it'll be good to get back into a routine and to feel what it was like before Because I feel like for some of us, like, well, I was, I'm kind of different because my mental health, like when the pandemic started, like freaking plummeted (laughs) because I was going through a breakup Mm -hmm. and then I was like freaking babysitting for months and it was just like really bad for me. But I know like you and Josie have also been going through it too. And I think at least for us, it'll be good to get out we stay in our apartment like literally every <laughs> single day like the, the only time we go out is to get food or like water and um, i mean whenever i have dogs i go outside but like these past few days i've been doing work non-stop so i haven't even really been going outside but i think it would be good to get back into the routine and just to live normal life again you know because like you said we didn't we didn't give it enough credit yeah we took it for advantage (laughs) yeah for sure it's just gonna be hard because like we're not used to it yeah like like even like forcing myself now to like feed myself and like go get water 
But yeah, it will be good because routines are good and healthy. So we'll see whenever that happens. But even going out, I feel like you're more forced to like socialize. Like going to school and stuff. It's okay. Like think about freshman <laughs> year. We were like making friends and like. Were we? <laughs> were we really? Yeah. Like we were going to <laughs> classes, meeting people and like. Girl, I didn't make any friends in my fucking class. I didn't talk to anyone. Which I regret, too. Because, like, it's weird because, like, yeah, part of me is, like, I don't want to talk to people. But I feel like even through the pandemic, I've learned that, like, I should. And I feel bad for not have having done that. And now, like, it's. I feel like it is harder, obviously, to do it, like, through online right now. So, like, sometimes I do think about it, like, oh, if we do go, like, I hope... Like, I hope it's not just me right now being like, yeah, I'm going to make friends and, like, go to clubs or something. Like, I hope I actually do it because I know that'll be good for me. Yeah. But, I mean, also, like, whenever you guys do go back full time in spring 2022, Mm -hmm. I'm sure it'll be one safer. So you'll be more willing. Mm -hmm. But then also, I mean, I would hope things would be, like, more back to normal because like whenever you do go back like fall and even now it's hard to make friends because people are whether it's in person or online because people are kind of cautious i feel like Mm. we're just so traumatized by everything over the past year that like i feel like we're scared yeah and also everybody's just become introverted now yeah it's like weird because well obviously it's we're not really at a point where it's completely safe to like be close or anything but like even like everyone's taking it differently so some people care more than others so like even when like I saw like Christina like Um. my old dorm mate person like it was so awkward just like going up to her because I'm like do I shake your hand do I not touch you do I get farther away like and it was weird because we just like kind of stood apart and then she was like she gave me, like, an air hug, and I'm like, this is so fucking weird. Like, I don't know. Even going to my Thea, like, for a while, she'll be like, oh, social distancing, and give me an air <laughs> hug. And I'm like, bro, we just spent the whole weekend together. <laughs> like, yeah. even when she had her vaccine, she was like, oh, we have to social distance. <laughs> and I was like, Thea, like, I think if any of us had anything by this yeah. point, it would already be spread yeah but we were pretty safe and like getting tested and stuff and she was got freaking vaccinated early mm-hmm. but yeah it'll be weird for me like even this semester there's like a few guys in one of my classes and i'm like oh they're pretty cute mm-hmm. and like if we were in person i would probably make the effort to like go sit next to them talk to them but right. i don't want to freaking type to them on zoom directly yeah. and be like hey i think you're cute can i have your number like Mm -hmm. last like or not last year freshman year i was freaking going at it (laughs) i was meeting guys left and right and like Mm -hmm. it's just even dating is weird like for me to think going back to normal because i mean you know i went through like a whole phase but that was all through online yeah and i know for some people like before they used online dating a lot but i didn't Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I had a whole relationship before COVID ended, right before, and I just can't imagine having to meet like the love of my life through freaking Bumble or Hinge or Tinder, you know? So, and even like direct messaging someone on Zoom from one of my classes, like that doesn't feel right. Mm -hmm. At least like when you're in person, you can get like more of a personality of someone, like get a sense of who they are. Yeah. And like, it's easier to flirt, you know, like that (laughs) nonverbal. But like over Zoom, like my freaking internet cut off today. Like You're like glitching out. Like, I went on a freaking date. What the, What is the cat doing? Okay. Oh my god, he's like near the sink. If he falls in. It, it's his fault. It's okay. Um, But I went on a date with a guy over Zoom. And even that was like freaking Jasper. We don't. <laughs> but like even that was awkward. Like he literally bought me a gift card for amazon prime videos so we can watch a movie together over zoom and like in the moment i was like oh <laughs> who said chivalry was yeah. bad <laughs> i was like oh he paid three dollars for the movie for Bruh. me <laughs> oh my God, that is so bad but like looking back like <laughs> what was uh. i doing <laughs> that's so funny that's just like COVID moments yeah but just like I don't I don't know (laughs) like how is dating gonna be after this yeah I mean at least you're in a relationship so you don't even have to go through COVID dating but like dude I did think about it though like I don't know why like I just like thought about it like if like let's say if COVID were to last like 50 years and like I'm not saying we're going to break up, but I'm not saying we're going to last. <laughs> anyway. And I'm like, what if I'm in a situation where I'm trying to date someone? And I'm like, am I going to have to go on fucking, like, Tinder? <laughs> yeah. I was like, no. No, ma'am. I'm not going to do that. Someone's going to have to look at me with my mask on and be like, damn, I hope there's something under there. Because, damn, mama. Yeah. And I thought about that, too, and I'm like, that's crazy. So I'm thankful now that that probably won't be the case. Yeah. But, yeah, that's really hard. And then, like, even if you do start talking to people, like, what's the likelihood that you guys would want to meet up? Yeah. And, like, do stuff together? I was talking to Quay the other day. because Quay's one of my friends. Um, Her and her boyfriend started dating throughout COVID. They had mm. just hit their one year, which is completely mm. insane. But, like, their entire relationship has been throughout COVID. Yeah. And... I was telling you yesterday, like, these conditions are completely unrealistic because, one, he goes to UCSD, she goes to Cal State Long Beach. So, like, in normal conditions, they wouldn't be able to see each other that often. But with COVID and them living closer, they were able to see each other more often. Mm -hmm. So when things like when it's just crazy how much it affects us, because even like the slightest change and like not being able to see each other as often, like, obviously, that's going to make you stressed out and Mm. like doubt a lot of things but I was talking to her about COVID and she's like it's like she didn't expect a COVID relationship to be this hard but now that we're going back to normal and they're like dealing with more issues she was like yeah I don't know (laughs) if it was like worth it or not Mm. but it's just weird to see because 
the people that did start dating, like Josie, she started dating. And I mean, they're a little bit different because he lives in LA and we live over here. But like the people that have started dating and like live together or like, I mean, even for you, like you and Elijah see each other pretty often. So whenever we go back to normal and you guys, like, have to get jobs and stuff, it's going to be yeah. a big adjustment. Yeah. Like, just thinking about that, like, I feel so bad. And I was telling her, I was like, I just want everybody to be happy. Like, I want you or her to be happy. And I just know, like, this kind of screwed everybody up. It messed us all up. Yeah, that ass. Because, like, I mean, yeah, we were talking about this literally, like, a fucking <laughs> day ago. <laughs> Last night. But... Yeah, it was hard because, like, like I started dating Elijah, and then that was in, like, October. And then in March, they're like, we're going to go home. And then I don't see him for five months straight. So I I'm like, yeah. oh, fun. And then we come back, and then I basically see him every day. Like, both of those fuck you up. Like, not seeing yeah. him for five months, and then basically seeing him every day for the next, like, fucking five yeah. months. And... I could already tell and, like, I already knew. Like, in the back of my head, I would think about it. I'd be, like, when we have to get, like, jobs. Like, already with school, like, I won't see him some days. But I'm, like, when we have to get jobs and then we have to focus on shit, I'm, like, I'm never going to see him. And I'm, like, how am I going to do that? Because it's really bad that I can already tell that, like, we always want to spend time with each other. And even now, like, that I'm prioritizing, like, school, I'm, like, fuck, this sucks. Yeah. Because, like, I want to hang out. And it's like, it shouldn't be like that because realistically, I'm not going to be with him seven hours every single day because, yeah. like, what the fuck? So, yeah. It's just, it's just like crazy. I never thought about it that, like, literally for so long, I didn't see him, like, for shit. And then all of a sudden, like, I see him every day and I'm like, those Yeah, two now your attachment normal. is, like, fucked up. Yeah. Because at like, one point, you're probably like, get the fuck away from me yeah that's literally me now like now that i'm like when i detach a little bit i feel like because of everything i'm just like no just detach completely yeah like so like i don't fucking know what to do no that was hard for me too like whenever i was in a relationship being at school like in dating Corey, i like never saw him Mm. because we had two completely different schedules and like it would be like dinner and hang out for a few hours and then like go to sleep wake up 6 a.m go to class you know so it was like really weird that over breaks we would talk like 24 7 like we would facetime for hours and then i would get back to school and be completely depressed because i like got used to talking to him for like a majority of the day and then I have to go back to, like, living my normal <laughs> life. And then it's like, what the fuck, you know? And even that screwed me up. So I could only imagine doing that for, like, a majority of your relationship could be, like, really hard. Yeah. Props to you. Because, like, I didn't even realize till we moved in, like, five months of your relationship was in quarantine. And, and that's, like, we only spent, like, October... October, November. I didn't see him for December because we went a break either. And then January, February, and then I didn't see him again. So, like, yeah, even, like, once we hit, like, a year, like, most of our relationship was, like, yeah. not with each yeah. other. So it was, like, fucking weird. Yeah. And even Josie, like, 
they just hit their six months and all of us were like what the heck is going on mm-hmm. because it feels like they just started dating mm-hmm. but i guess since they don't see each other like that often well at the beginning especially but now i she goes over more often but like even that i was like what the heck yeah it goes by so fast yeah or especially like them yeah like, i think the same thing i'm like you guys started dating max like two months ago yeah and whenever i was in a relationship it felt like so long i think because i saw him every single day day like at the beginning of our relationship it screwed me up because mm-hmm. it felt like it was like we we're together for a year and then yeah things just got screwed up and then when he started distancing myself or distancing himself then I was like what the heck but I I don't know I guess it's also different when you're the one in the relationship mm-hmm. but I think being across the street from each other like in dorms <laughs> that really <laughs> affects it because like i knew his schedule so like whenever he was freaking walking to class like i i knew like you know they're right there so it's like i guess in my head i was like oh technically if i like wanted to i could like go see him right now or something mm-hmm. but it's also different when you have like distance or like you're working that kind of stuff but yeah i don't know covid has really screwed everything up i didn't mean for this to be a covid episode (laughs) it was supposed to be like emptying your feelings like we've been stressed out yeah so it was supposed to be an episode (laughs) on like relieving all your stress we could keep talking about covid or we can switch it what do you want to do is there anything else you want to talk about don't know whatever any thoughts you have any thoughts i have hmm. i can go in different directions <laughs> oh, <laughs> why don't you pick girl i don't know no you pick i don't know <laughs> you want to talk about your relationship why <laughs> would that make you cry oh <laughs> trigger um no i don't think so i think i'm, I'm kind of like numb to emotion right now so i probably won't cry just but... get it off your chest It'll help you. Our listeners, like the six people that might listen to this, will give you feedback. <laughs> Maybe um, tips. Maybe we'll make like a Twitter or an Instagram, and we can be like post an episode, and people can give you an give you advice. Um. Okay. Advice. Let me make this as broad as I can. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Honestly, what have I been? Sometimes I feel like I like think about something for so long and then I like I don't know what if like my mind shifts into something that isn't really what's going on does that make any fucking yeah, sense yeah, yeah. I totally get that <laughs> and so then when I come to think like right now I'm like okay what's the root of the problem and like yeah. I don't even know because I feel like my overthinking and like everything like spirals into like different shit that I'm like insecure about or that I don't like well, I told, like, I've told you this so many times. For the people that don't know, well, I think I already said, I'm, like, I'm studying health science. I've taken a shit ton of bio classes. But the one thing that they, like, all my bio professors consistently have said, like, when you're in a relationship, you are not yourself. You're literally chemicals. Your body's overtaken by chemicals, Okay. 
like you don't have normal thought processes mm-hmm. and like when you're with that person your oxytocin levels are freaking high shit because if you're freaking sexually active your oxytocin goes up kissing like hand touching just like touching them and being with someone you love your oxytocin levels go up so then you perceive them as like better then when they're gone and they're away then your brain like like you said you start overthinking and so you can never trust anything when you're in a relationship pretty much but that oxytocin (laughs) bitch but yeah i've told you this so many times like what you go through like i've been through it millions of other people have probably been through it because mm-hmm. as women we already overthink so much and as men too like men overthink too but we overthink so much because like when you're in a relationship because of those chemicals so you're justified don't worry Dope. like your brain is just constantly going to be making up scenarios <laughs> nice <laughs> nice but um you can express whatever you want to express. If people have advice for you, they'll give it. But, I mean, as much as we, as we talked about it personally, I feel like you are going through, like, what so many other people are going through. Mm-hmm. Like, the feeling of being the one to put in more effort mm-hmm. and, like, not receiving the same. Yeah. And, like... Like, what you said yesterday hit home for me because, like, I don't want you, like, I didn't want you to tear up, but the feeling of liking someone so much and you want to be with them all the time and then the fact that they can just totally disregard you and not care Mm -hmm. and, like, go hang out with their friends or freaking Corey play basketball on my birthday. Like, the fact that people can... Like, someone you admire so much and will do anything for that they could do that, like, mm-hmm. really hurts. Because it makes you realize, like, they don't care for you the same as you care for them. And it took me a long time to freaking realize that. But I went through that. And I know how hard it is, so. And I know other people are going through it. <laughs> like, I talked to Quay and she's like, I'm going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. But don't worry. You're not alone. Men are just freaking stupid. Word. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I feel like at this point in my life, <laughs> or in my relationship, I guess, it's just like multiple, like, <laughs> it's just like multiple, like, things that I think about. And it's like, not only is it scary because like I love this person so much and like I'm willing to do anything and like I would never want to hurt them in any way and it's scary because I feel like they didn't reciprocate that or you know like maybe at times they did but then at times they didn't so it's like that part of it but then the other part of it is like they also really hurt me with things they did and said and so then it's like trying to like heal from that because like i can't yeah and, like, it's I just gonna know. reoccur yeah and it's just hard because i'm keep telling myself like oh i need to heal because it's like my job to heal myself but then it's like every time like 
like it being in this relationship just like constantly reminds me of that and so I don't know if like I'll ever be able to fully heal without thinking about it because like any well obviously it's like really new still like whatever happened and so like any small thing like triggers me and so it's like really hard but like I just get scared because I question like if I'm ever going to get over it how I was like when I first started the relationship yeah and it just gets harder every fucking day let me ask you this don't ask (laughs) I'm scared (laughs) no (laughs) (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) when you think of your perfect man is it Elijah That's a harsh question. <laughs> That's a harsh question. Like, do you just say like the qualities you like and the things? Okay, I'll say this. Okay, I'll say this. It's hard. I say it's hard for everything, bitch. I know it's hard. Anyway, relationships are just hard in general. It's cause like. hold on let me think (laughs) gather your thoughts gather your Um, thoughts okay so like i feel like he has a lot of i like a lot of the things he does for me so like that i see a lot of people don't get from their significant other so like he will always like give me attention which is all i fucking need and like he's not one to be like oh i'm playing video games don't talk to me or he won't text me back or whatever like, he never does that. Like, he always has time for me, which I feel like is, I see people always talking about. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, he does that with me. <laughs> um, and even though there have been points where I'm like, oh, I don't like that. Or like, you need to fix this, blah, blah, blah. I know I always say it, but like, he's always able to do it. So like, if I'm like, oh, I don't like this. Like, you need to stop. Like, he does. And like, sometimes it's like harder for him. Like, when I first told him, I was like, you don't do anything for me or blah, blah, blah. Like, he was like, oh, like, I don't have money or like, it's, I'm stupid. Like, I'm not romantic in that way. And like, it was really hard for him. But like, he now does things for me, like for my birthday and stuff. So like, I see him like actively changing and trying every time I tell him. So I feel like that's why even now, like, although I don't really feel happy all the time, I still have hope that I will because I'm like, and it's, it sucks because I'm like, he hurt me. But then I'm like, oh, what if he like changed now? Because he did every other time. But then I'm really scared that he didn't because like, well, lying is like really hard. Like, I don't believe people will ever stop doing that. So... Yeah, it's a constant battle. I mean, because when you think about it long term, like, I've been through my whole phase. And so now whenever I look at relationships, because after I got freaking heartbroken, I was like, I'm not going to look at relationships long term anymore, Mm -hmm. which I do agree to an extent. Every relationship you go through, whether it's friendship, romantic, it's there for a purpose like Mm -hmm. everything you go through teaches you that's what I personally believe but I think oh wait I lost my train of thought 
Wait, what were we talking you about? You went through your whole phase. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Phase. So now, like, that I've gone through that, I do look at relationships, like, as long-term. Like, whenever I meet someone on the street and I think they're cute, I'm not going to be, like, imagining a ring on my finger with them. Mm-hmm. But, like, if I'm dating someone or, like, uh, like, whenever you're actually dating someone, not, like, talking, whenever you actually develop feelings for this person and you're like, I love them, you're going to start to think of a future with them, obviously. So it's just hard whenever there's like small issues because you don't know, especially like the effort thing. That was like the biggest thing with Corey, right? I always put in more effort. And so it's like, for me, what I was thinking, I love this person. If And they were already telling me like, oh, like, we're gonna like I want to be with like he told me on New Year's that his decade goal like in 2030 was to still be with me or to be with me like I don't know if he freaking intended for us to break up but like but like like, (laughs) he told me that right so he had like envisions of us being together so you would think he would actively I mean I told you guys he did try to change temporarily but like In my head, I was like, is he going to be someone that consistently, like, when he gets stressed or, like, feels overwhelmed, is he going to shut down and shut me out? Like, is that going to be a forever thing, you know? And just, like, the effort thing, whenever, like, if we were to get married in, like, five years and he, like, we're going to have a life together, is he going to stop putting in that effort? Mm -hmm. You know, because I don't want to... Like, even in the future, I don't want to be in a relationship with someone where they try at the beginning or try when you tell them. And then after, like, time goes by, if you get married, have kids, whatever, like, that effort decreases. It's like they get comfortable. Yeah. Which is why, like, how you were telling me earlier, like, once you once you are, like, over it and you start kind of detaching, oh, they're yeah, like, they whoa, freak whoa, out. whoa. They freak the fuck out. Because, yeah, they're just, like, they're comfortable. They know you're going to be there. Like, Which you're is always so there annoying. for them. You put so much shit into them. So they're, like, not even stressed about it. They're like, dude, I got everything right now. Yeah. And then you start detaching and they're like, whoa, what the fuck? It's so annoying because it's only at the beginning. Like, freaking Elijah went to you like he dm'd you mm-hmm. he found you on the freaking csub 2023 page like he seeked you out and yeah. like put in all of this effort for mm-hmm. months to like develop a relationship with you and then all of a sudden like over time that effort starts decreasing right and then now like whenever you're at the point where you're like i'm not the happiest at times like that's whenever he starts putting in more effort so it's like, why do men only think they should put an effort at the beginning to get us, and then at the end, like once it's when, too late. Yeah, once it exactly. So it's like, it's so annoying. Yeah. It's just like keep consistently. Oh, I just want a relationship where someone like genuinely loves me, mm-hmm. like genuinely, like would do anything, and like I want to reciprocate that back, but. Being in a relationship where I was the one that liked the other person more, which is so fucking stupid because I didn't even like him at the beginning. Um, but to, for that role to change, like, I never want to do that again. 
And even talking to my best friend, Alyssa, she was in the opposite. She was in the relationship where the guy liked her way more and, like, she couldn't do that. Like, it has to be equal. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, some people say, like, oh, always make sure the guy likes you a little bit more. But I I don't know. For me, I just, like, never want to be in the position to get less than what I deserve. Yeah. And, but it's just hard to, like, it took me so long to realize that, you know? Mm-hmm. It took me a freaking, like, gear to get over him. So, like, the fact that it took me so long to freaking put those thoughts in my tiny little brain. Yeah. Like, and these are thoughts that everybody should have. Like, mm-hmm. nobody should be like, I deserve less than, <laughs> like, like, no. Less like, than, like, bare minimum. Yeah. And the fact that I was like, a guy bought me a $3 movie and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, hey. Yeah. Like, that's not good. Yeah. So I'm like, when is it going to be the day where I actually find someone that goes above and beyond my expectations? Like, is that person even real? Yeah. Dude, that's like my fear. I'm like, what if... Like, the person we dream about isn't even real. Yeah, like, what if I just never get what I deserve? Yeah, like, men these days are so shitty. But no, I don't believe that because I see some relationships... TikTok is so bad for me. <laughs> like, I see Girl, so... Girl, this is why I ain't on fucking TikTok. No, no, no. <laughs> like, seeing relationships on there and, like, even relationships on YouTube and stuff and seeing, like, certain people, how they get treated, I'm like whoa yeah dude me on twitter when girls be with like their huge ass like flowers and they're like oh my god just because flowers i'm like yeah (laughs) must be nice yeah like where can i find a guy like that like where do i have to go i'll freaking travel anywhere (laughs) at this point like just give me someone and i don't want to sound desperate because like especially my college friends only see me like perceive me certain ways but in high school, I literally didn't talk to any guys. Yeah. So, like, this is very new to me still, but I don't know. I don't want to be desperate because I'm not that type of person to be, like, a freaking date whoever. Because yeah. if I wanted to, I freaking could have dated Sammy or freaking half the guys I slept with, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't want to just be in a relationship. I want to actually be with someone that treats me good and that i like and stuff so i don't know just modern dating is so weird dating and covid is weird i don't know i know some people have like good experiences but i don't know like there's i was freaking on tiktok the other day and this couple like dated all throughout quarantine and they just got engaged and i was like like they just like how you know i mean that example is probably not a good example because for like five months they didn't even meet each other yeah but like just even online dating seeing people that actually have real relationships from that is crazy to me Mm -hmm. like seeing how isaac freaking met someone that he like actually likes i was like whoa yeah i don't know yeah (laughs) it's 
So if anybody has any um, single guys, let me tell you my criteria. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see, my ideal man. I'll tell you, well, I don't have like ideal. My main things, humor. Like the one thing, the reason why I clicked a chorus so well, we laughed all the time. We always had jokes. I need humor. I'm very serious, like a majority of the time. <laughs> so I need someone to help me like relax and chill out. And I've learned after hooking up with, I don't even know how many people, I need someone that's like got a few brain cells, okay? <laughs> I can't be doing this one brain cell <laughs> um, thing. I need someone that actually is, I don't want to say smart because smart is like up for interpretation, right? Someone that's motivated, I should say. Mm -hmm. They actually have goals in life. They want a freaking career. Like, half the guys I hooked up with, I was like, what are you doing with your life? A.K.A. Kobe. <laughs> like, Tough. Like, I don't know. Just, I really realized I need to date someone that is motivated because it keeps me motivated. Because if you don't have goals, I don't want to babysit you. Yeah. You know? Or, like, I don't want you to freaking call me and, like, I don't know, just... I can't do it. I, mm -hmm. I need someone that's motivated. Um, I don't know. What do you, what would you think? Who would click with me? Um, okay, I think... Because you met Corey. Yeah, but I feel like I didn't even know Corey. Like, I literally yeah. didn't know him. Like, I yeah. talked to him... A few times. Once, and I don't even think he, like, responded. I was thinking about that, too, because, like... Their first date, remember, I brought him to you guys? Yeah. And, like, the week we hung out, like, you guys met him. Like, I brought Dorothy her freaking calculator or something. Dude, yeah. Dude, you guys were standing outside the door. Oh, my God. And you were, <laughs> dude, I fucking remember. It was me, Josie, and Dorothy. And you and him were outside of the dorm, like, the glass door. Oh, my God. No, bro. I literally remember calling Dorothy, and I was like, I'm going to bring you your calculator. And she was like, no, 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 it's fine. And I was like... I'm going to bring you your calculator. And she's like, no, literally, it's fine. I'll get it from you another time. And I was like, it, no, I'm bringing it to you right now. And she's like, no, literally, don't come. It was late. It was like, I don't even know, 11 or 12. Yeah. And she's like, don't come. And I, I like freaking, I was like, does she not understand? There's a reason why I'm coming. Yeah. But I came and I brought her the freaking calculator. And you guys were like, he's so cute. No, but I remember like during that time, I was already talking to Elijah or like, and God, this dumb ass, like we were there. And then I forgot who brought it up, but someone told him that I was like seeing Elijah. And then someone was like, oh, give her advice. And I was like, yeah, like there's this oh, guy yeah. I really when we, like. When we were sitting there, yeah, at the red table. <laughs> yeah, I was like, there's this guy I really like. And like, we've been hanging out, blah, blah. And Corey's like, yeah, just like talk to him. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? Like. That's, like, the only thing I remember, no, like, talking about. I was thinking about the fact that when he asked me out, he was like, I don't want to pull it to an Elijah. When he Do you remember that? No. Remember, like, I called you guys or something after he asked me out because it was so weird. Mm -hmm. Like, he asked me out after we, like, went on our first date. Mm, right. <laughs> and then, yeah, he was just like... Oh, he was so awkward. Like, you, I don't think I told you this, but 
I think I told Alyssa we're gonna have to end this episode soon, but we'll do another episode on like dating because we both had our first relationships in college. Mm. But um, he faked losing his wallet before asking me out because he was so nervous. So I was running around my dorm. I went in the bathroom. I asked one of the guys in the dorm to go look in the bathroom. He was looking in my room. Like, all of this was fake. That should have been a red flag right there. But, like, he, I guess, I guess he was, like, nervous. Uh-huh. So he faked losing his wallet. But obviously, like, I was like, fuck. He lost yeah. his wallet. He needs to find it. And it was in my dorm. Mm-hmm. So I was going around. And then... Like, I came back in my room. He was like, oh, Cameron. And I came back in my room. He's like, oh, I found it. And I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, it fell, like, by your bed or something, like, in the crack. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, thank God. Yeah. Right? And then he's like, okay. Like, well, I'm going to leave. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, he literally came to my dorm after talking to you guys. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember we put on a movie or something that he recommended. And within five minutes, he was like, actually, can we change it? And I was like... And I literally thought I was getting friend zone that night. Like, he was being so awkward. And, like, like he usually was, like, really friendly with me. And I was like, I'm totally getting friend zone. Mm-hmm. Like, we are watching this movie for five minutes. And he asked to change it. So, obviously, he doesn't want to stay here for, like, a long time. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, told me to put on a show. I think I put on, like, Parks and Rec or The Office or something. And then... He made a comment, and he, and I was like, oh, don't you, I literally was like, don't you think that was funny, like, to, like, a joke? And he was like, oh, I wasn't paying attention. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. That is fucking And awesome. so I thought I was, like, getting friend-zoned, right? I was like, this guy hates me. Yeah. Like, I just went on an entire date with him, and he fucking hates me. And then, yeah, and then the wallet thing happened, and he's like, okay, I'm gonna go. And I was like okay i'll walk you down and he was like no it's fine he lives fucking across the street from me he's like no it's fine and i was like cool like okay i guess i'm not gonna see you again i guess i'll sit next to you and cam like Uh see you next week and then he was like well i have something to tell you and i was like oh what and he like gave me like this whole script and then at the end he was like i don't want to pull anto and elijah Um, and I figured, like, I'll tell you how I feel, but, like, do you want to be my girlfriend? And then I remember I was so in shock. Like, I should have known from how my body reacted not to get into that relationship. (laughs) What the fuck? Because I freaking, like, had a panic attack. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I was like, uh, yeah, sure, I guess. Like, that's literally how I answered. Oh. And then... He was like, really? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he was like, okay. And then he fucking ran away. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is disgusting. And like, I walked him down and he like ran. Like, I told you guys, I could see his dorm from my dorm. Yeah. And I saw him running, <laughs> like literally sprinting back to his dorm. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? I didn't even have his number saved in my phone. Because we talked on on Snapchat and Instagram. And so, yeah, I literally asked him. Or, like, he was running away. And I was like, Corey, I don't have your number. And he ran nice. away. And I was like, oh, I'm, like, dating this guy now. And you don't have nice. his number. And he just ran <laughs> away. From me. 
yeah and then um i go back upstairs and i call you guys and i was like he just asked me out and i remember dorothy was like wait what wait what wait what and then you like freaking got emotional and i was like fuck i don't (laughs) want this to make you cry like i felt so bad wait i felt so bad? bad because like you almost well i don't know if you it seemed like you were gonna cry i feel like i wasn't gonna cry because like I didn't get that though. I feel like that shit just makes you emotional. I was probably like, oh my god, like that's amazing. Well, I felt bad because I've been talking to this guy for a week, and he already asked me out, and you have been talking to Elijah for months. Not even months. I talked to him for like one month max. We started talking September twelfth, and we started going out. Okay. See, when you're in the dorms, it feels like so long though. Yeah. We because you have nothing else like to look forward to. But yeah, and then he, I was on call with you guys and he texted me and was like, hey, I forgot something. Can I go back? And I told you guys, he's going to kiss me. Like, I know that. And I was like, going to have a freaking panic attack. I was like, I can't do this. Like, I know it's happening. Mm -hmm. Like, nobody just is like, oh, I forgot that after the fucking wallet incident. Yeah. And I remember Dorothy was like, can you keep the phone on? (laughs) And I was like, Bruh. no. And then you hear something like, ah! <laughs> yeah. He's like, what the fuck is that? No, but he literally came back. He had this candy and a note. Oh, I think I yeah. still have a picture of the note. I don't know. Maybe I was mad and deleted it. Mm. But I just like to look back at it every once in a while and laugh. But he wrote <laughs> me this note. And I just remember, like, it saying, like, it was weird. Like, for the people that know... Like, my roommate saw it. I know my best mm. friend. I think you guys saw it. But it was, like, written in cursive font. It had, like, the date. And keep in mind, he wrote this note not knowing if I would even say yes. I mean, I get that makes sense, though. But I think it was, like, Dear Cameron. And it was, like, um, I know, like... Mm, something we've only known each other, like, these past few days or whatever, like... Blah, blah, blah. And he, like, I just remember it ended with him saying, like, um, I know you won't stay on the market for long. Hello? <laughs> Are you, like, like, a fish going on sale? Like, something like that. Like, I know you won't stay single for long. So, like, I don't know, something. And then he was, like, something the, the way uh, he saw my eyes I don't know. It was like, because I only, I don't know. I don't remember. I'll find it one day and I'll show you guys. But I just remember he's like, because I look at you, like, I see you differently from like everyone else or something. Like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then he like brought me this fucking candy, which I didn't even eat any of it because I didn't like any of the candy. Mm-hmm. But, um. Oh, he tried it. Yeah. But I was like, oh, he put an effort. But I was like, what the fuck? Because nobody that. I had seen get into a relationship, got a note and candy. So I was like, is this prom? Are you asking me to prom? <laughs> but like, it was like good effort, right? Yeah. Aww. Um. But. I'm so <laughs> what? Uh, it reminds me of when Elijah and I got together. And was, that was a fun time. Yeah. It's just like weird to look back. Because he did put in effort at the beginning. And then all of a sudden it was like, Phew. But yeah, that was the story of that. I didn't. I was supposed to be talking about what I like in men. <laughs> we started oh, talking shit, about this. Yeah, 
You like asked me what. Yeah, I don't know. But I said humor. Humor for sure. Goals, yeah. motivation. If you're attractive, that's mm-hmm. a plus. But Corey wasn't that attractive, and I still liked him. Um. Yeah, just freaking put in effort, please. Yeah. I feel like I'm a catch. For the most part. <laughs> Period. You are, bro. But, yeah. So hit her up. <laughs> She's single and ready to mingle. I'll be graduating soon. Yeah, she got big brain. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess we should end it here. We're at so long an hour and Holy shit. Yeah, but if you actually listen through this, Good job. <laughs> You've gotten uh, some updates on our life, some talks about COVID, <laughs> dating, and you heard how my uh, first boyfriend asked me out. <laughs> <laughs> and ran away. Yeah, and ran away. Dope. And the kiss was so weird, too. Not gonna lie. Like, <laughs> I just remember it was so bad. <laughs> like, uh, that's uh, all I remember. And I was like, It's okay. Mine was really bad. <laughs> But we'll do another episode on, like, first dates, like, me and you, and, like, our first relate. We'll do an episode on firsts. How about that? (laughs) I'm scared. (laughs) Because we can talk about a lot of things. (laughs) But, yes, thank you guys for watching. For tuning in. (laughs) I'll see you guys on the next episode of Handle with Care with Cam.